First and foremost, man, all the good people, what's going on? This is another special, special, special episode of Trainer Trainer Podcast. I am your co-host, Jamal Richardson, at JMR Basketball. Hey, man, bottom left. bum-ass trainer, man. Sean Sanford, man, that's all. You know the vibes. Know the vibes. And we got a, man, we got a special, special guest today. Sean, I'm going to give you oh, the honors. man. To introduce here. our special this guest, I'm gonna pass it to you, man. Yes, I don't, I'm an only child, so but if I had to say someone was my brother, this is definitely my brother, man. This is this man is a very yes, genuine, sir. selfless guy who gives himself to people to help people out all the time. Like it's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes that people don't know that he orchestrates. It's crazy how much he does for 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 athletes. It's it's amazing. Um, the silliest dude. Dude, I know too, bro. No cap. Silly, one of the silliest guys I know, bro. Will randomly, will randomly text you a Martin quote out of nowhere in the middle of the day, Jamal, with no hesitation, like no problem, and and have you die. But my guy, Christian, <laughs> aka Worldwide, Worldwide. Chris. I knew he was gonna say that. Worldwide, Chris. I know you. Christian Simmons, right in the building. Christian Simmons in the building. Appreciate y'all having me on, man. Appreciate worldwide, you. worldwide. Yeah. Glad we just glad you didn't fake flake on us. Uh, man, come on, now. I'm just saying we have had people flake on us. We don't find no names. We've had people flake on us. All right, we're gonna jump right into it, man. Oh, we Tell have. us about your basketball journey, high school, college, pro, and the people that influenced you out throughout your journey. Oh man, as far as we're gonna start at high school, um, I was one of the dudes that was real athletic, you know, didn't really have a skill set, just more athletic than most people. Dunked a lot in high school, hit some threes here and there, just got by a lot, a lot of athleticism. And, um, I mean, I was an all-state player in Tennessee, you know, all of that. But, but once I got out of high school, that's when I realized, like, you got to do – I went – I went to junior college, one of the best junior colleges in the country, Walter State. And when I got there, that's when I was like, reality hit. Like, like, damn, these dudes can really hoop. And I think it was the first, like, my first couple of days there, I played against my boy, Jared Nichols, who's assistant coach of Tennessee State right now. And that's when I really realized, like, you better start working on your, your skill. So, like, at that point, <clears throat> really started working, like, to get better. Then that, I'm – not to mention, I grew from 6'2 to 6'5 my freshman year. So I showed up at college 6'2, like 160, mm. and then grew three inches, put on about 45 pounds. Next thing you know, I'm, you know, 205. And, mm. you know, from that point, I just started working. And I, I, I give Jerry a lot of credit to that because he made me, not that he made me, but it pushed me to, you know, he was all American in junior college, and it, it made me work. Cause I wanted to be like, you know, that was my competition every day. Like, not on no hating shit, but sorry, I don't know if we can cuss on here, but I, but, but uh, that that was, that was just hey, that was, that was, yeah, 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, I give a lot of credit to him because he pushed me. Mm. And then just from from like I said, growing up, high school and all that, I was just more athletic than everybody and got by with it. And then once I got to college, I was just like. All right, you got to work and get better overall. And freshman year, you know, I had up and down freshman year, but sophomore year is when everything clicked. And 
kind of realized, like, hey, I want to play past college. And then junior college, you know, kind of BSing around a little bit. Was getting recruited by some big-time schools. I don't want to really name drop or nothing, but <clears throat> getting recruited by some big schools. Messed up in uh, um, academic-wise and ended up going to NAI school, which if you know the Mid-South Conference in NAI basketball is like D1. Like everybody, everybody there can yeah. go. So I ended up going to um, <clears throat> Cumberland College in Kentucky. And I had some, some good D2 offers, but, like, that fit, well, I thought at the time was the, was the right fit for me. And so I went there because the coach, my coach there was like a, he was a Rick Pitino disciple. So we was real big, big on individual work. We pressed a lot. And it just, I felt like that fit me at the time. But once I got there, you know, it's more of a system. I fit the system. We won. We went to national tournaments, all of that stuff. But I never, like, had a breakout like I expected. And then I'd say after my junior year, we had a guy named Jerry Williams who played professional over in Australia. He used to always come back in the summers and play with us. And I played with him. They used to always talk about how good he was. So I came, he came back and played with us that summer. And I, like, just went at him. And I was like, well, damn, you know, if he can do it, I know I can go play somewhere after. And after that point, like I said, I kept, kept working, kept working. Got better and better. Still, like I said, I played on a really good team. So stats didn't just stand out. They, I mean, I, there were double-digit points and all that, but they didn't stand out like 25 or nothing like that. So got some, some NBA interest, but nothing serious. Came out, got some workouts. I think I got like eight workouts with some NBA teams. Nothing serious, like I said. I went to um, out of college. I went to I went to Bloomington, Indiana, where the University of Indiana is. Went there, spent some time training. And this is when when I say it really clicked. I don't know if y'all remember AJ Moyer yeah. that played with yeah. played with Jared Jeffries at uh, yeah. Indiana. That Final Four team they had linked up with him, and he had just finished his rookie year over in Iceland, and I spent the whole summer with him. And AJ was like, he's like a real grinder. He was like an undersized four at Indiana at like 6'3", but like 220. But he went over to Iceland and like, like killed the league. But he, 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 he used to tell me stories all the time. He used to be like, man, I went over there, I was making like 1500 a month. But he went over there, got the MVP of the league, killed it. He's like, Man, I was eating bologna sandwiches and noodles. He's like, I'm thinking he's joking, but he's being dead serious. He's like, I had to grind for everything to get what I'm about to get. So that summer, he knew he was going to sign a, a nice deal. So he ends up signing a six-figure deal in Germany, the, um, like in August of whatever year that was, 2007. And <clears throat> But I spent that whole summer working with him from mid-May until August. That's who I worked out with every day. I mean, he was on my ass every day, getting up at six in the morning. He was a big Kobe fan, so you already know how that how that go. So I'm spending mm-hmm. spending um yeah. back in there at twelve. I'm back in there again at six at night. So this was three times a day, you know, preparing, getting ready for what I didn't know at the time. Overseas, G League, I didn't know what I was gonna be doing. Come out of a small college. I get signed to a, um, 
like a two-week trial. I don't know if y'all y'all should know what that is. Like they give me a two-week trial phase because I'm coming from a smaller college. They don't they don't know if I'm good enough and this and that. So I go over there, two-week trial. Keep in mind, I didn't been around all these dudes that can play, so I know I can play with them. But <clears throat> I get there, get off that plane. It's like two days after I'm off the plane, it's time to play. So I'm. I get over there, my mindset, I'm already pissed off because y'all don't think I'm good enough. So my first game, we go against, I think it's Science, Science City, you know, that's the name of the team. They have a former NBA player. He had just came from the Mavericks. I forgot I forgot what his name was. But he was a veteran. He played a couple years in the league. I think he probably played like four or five years in the league. And that was my first, what they call, scrimmage game over there. Go against him. First game to come out, 27-8. And, like, literally, they tell me right then on the spot, you're good for the year. So I get my contract, you know. But still, from that point, point on, I, I got this, and Sean knows this, I got that mentality that I'm almost like an underdog at all times. I don't give a damn what it is. I just have that mentality. Every workout I approach with a kid, I always look at it like, they like I'm not good enough. Person, the, the kid ain't done nothing wrong. Parents never done anything wrong. It's just the mentality I have. I got to show you <clears throat> to make sure you come back. Same. I don't care if I work with the kid fifty times, one time, whatever. That's their approach every time. And like I said, from that point on, you know, played a couple years. Loved it. It's a grind. And Maul, you know, they shine, you know, just from working with players like that, it's a grind. And the, the grind of waiting in that summertime of you don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. That stuff get rough. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of stressful. But um, overall, as far as that, you know, I enjoyed that part. Like I said, a lot of y'all, the training aspect of it. I fell in love with that just as much as I did playing. And once I got into training, it, it kind of started, kind of backtracking a little bit. It kind of started like my senior year of high school. Um, my high school coach would always do a summer camp, and he'd always have us come help him. So I go help him, you know, my senior, before my senior year. And I had a little kid. He's a grown man. Now he's probably 27 years old. But he asked me about, or his mom asked me about doing some workouts with him. And I'm like, I don't know how to train nobody. I'm going to show you what, what we do in practice. I can do that with you. And so I do that with him. And it's like, she comes back like, hey, he loved it, you know. And he, he gets better and better. And I follow him all the way through. Like I said, I'm still in contact with this kid. Man, to this day, we're still in contact. But that, that kind of like started it, like, Damn, when I get done playing, I can get in. I can help other people get better at basketball. And from that point on, it was just something I knew I was going to do. I never like was really into coaching like that, like on the staff or nothing like that. But it was, it was always getting people better. And then when I got over to Europe, they're so big on individual work. Most people don't know. You see, when you play in Europe, they be like a sign. I need on some 
some like jobs type deal. Not not necessarily like nine to five, but you might have to spend an hour a day in the community working with some young kids at like the, the local schools or whatever. So you kind of <clears throat> build those relationships then too with people. What I'm getting to is you, you start working with so many young kids, you just build these relationships, kids getting better. It's just something, like I said, I fell in love with it. And y'all know, like I said, I'm, I'm telling this to other people, but y'all know this too because y'all have been through when you start, when you impact somebody's life and they start getting better. I said, it's just a love thing. And it was like, like always, dang, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. And when I finished, like I said, playing over in Europe, I knew right away like what I was going to do. And I can remember this like it was yesterday. And Sean was, we were sitting on, you remember we were sitting on the curb in front of the house. I had signed a contract to go to Japan. And great, great deal too. And I spent that whole, whole summer. Maul, I worked out with you a few times too, coming back from a uh, Achilles injury. Yep. And, and <clears throat> I told Sean, I was like, man, I think I'm done. Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I am. And I was like, I think I want to, I want to get into this, to this training stuff for real. And I mean, it was a, it was, you know, maybe a week that we just kept talking about it. We sitting on the couch talking about it at my house and, I was like, man, I, I, for real. And, and that's how the whole We Work Hoops thing started. Like, literally sitting on the couch talking, come up with a random name, and it took off from there. Now, as far as getting with the players and all that, like, it started with Shakobia Barbie that plays at, played at Georgia, played at Riverdale, played professional football. For a while, her mama sent sent um, her to me first. When I'm working with her first time, you know, Alexa Middleton is on the other end, and I'm like, I'm looking down there, and I'm like, damn, who's that little young girl? She can go, and they're like, she's a freshman, you know, she's gonna be really good. So I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm working with Kobe, I'm watching Alexa. The next thing you know, Alexa reaches out. They want to start working out. From that point, the Eubank sisters from Oakland, they reach out. They are, All these girls play on the same travel team. So they reach out. They start working out. Shelby Gibson reaches out. She starts working out. Crystal Dangerfield reaches out. She starts. So at this point, all the top kids in Murfreesboro are coming to me about working out. And from that point, man, no lie, word of mouth spreads so quick. Next thing you know, I've got most of the best players in the Southeast coming to work out, coming to Murfreesboro to work out. And then, and I'm, I'm not a person that broadcast everything, tell you what I'm doing, but just word of mouth travel so fast, it got to where it was overwhelming. I, like, I couldn't do it by myself. And that's where this dude comes in. I'm like, Sean, man, you got help. I had, remember, it was a, a bunch of little boys. We call one of them Machine. Man, that's his name. I don't even know his real name, to be honest with you. But we call him Machine. <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> it's kind of funny, but that's really what we said. Because he had on his shirt one day that said the Machine on it. And from that point, I, I bet Sean still calls him to this day. So we call him the Machine. And it was a, it was a, it was a um, 
it was a whole little team of them. And I'm like, Sean, train these dudes. And I, the, the one thing I told Sean, I'm like never trying to tell him what to do. It wasn't nothing like that. I just said, and he could tell you, he vouched for me on this. I said, don't ever make it about the money. That point on, sitting back and just watching the dude grow to what it is now. Man, it's like he said, it's like watching a, I don't have a brother. If I did, and I hate to say this, I'm not an emotional dude at all. Take your time, dog. It's real, man. This is, man, this is real. Take your time, dog. It's real life. It's real. Three years ago, man. Some real shit happened to me with my mom. She didn't die, but it was on some. I had thousands of people praying for me, praying for her. And this dude right here was right there for me the whole time. I could, I, I'd do anything in the world for that dude, man. For real. I'm not gonna cry tonight. Y'all are not gonna make me cry. No, I ain't. I ain't it ain't just. Cry tonight. We're not doing this tonight, Sims. But for real, come on, man. man. For We're real. Come on, man. Come on. I joke with him all the time, play the shit. But when he did that, bro, meant more than you ever imagined, man. For real. Mm. I mean, it was people that. My mom's like, shit, like a goat to a lot of people, man. But when all that happened to her, my mom had a stroke and a heart attack at the same time. And people that she would have done anything for wasn't there. Wasn't there for me either. Mm-hmm. This this dude was every day, calling me every day. So that, that just meant a lot, you know what I mean? So that's why, like I said, I always, that's, I don't have a brother, but if I did, that's him. But as far you know, just sitting back, and I know you're older than me and all that, but say, man, like, I'm proud of the shit you've done, straight up. Appreciate that. Dude, I appreciate it. But as far, as far as, like, the, the whole basketball journey, man, it just, it, it, it blew up faster than I expected. Not even going. Don't lie to you. Yeah. No, no promotion. No, no. I don't really put videos out like that. People ask me too all the time. I just don't. But it just blew up. And to a point now, like Sean said, it's a lot of things that I control that people never know about. And that ain't no arrogant move or nothing like that. It's just it is what it is. I'll get kids scholarships off phone calls. Um, kids from other travel programs, 
I'll handle their recruiting process. People never know it. Pro contracts. And this dude is that, <clears throat> like I said, I ain't saying no names. I know I've made made millions of dollars off phone calls that I've made. And they never even said thank you. They know that I made the call, but it just is what it is. No telling how many players I've, like I said, made phone calls and just got them pro contracts, college scholarships, travel teams. Just the truth. Oh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, you know. Other than that, I mean, it's still going good. It's still at a high level, you know. Let's transition a little bit. You already talked about how you got into player development. Talk about your involvement with the Tennessee flight. Um, I mean, it's a lot. (laughs) As far as as far as uh, how I got involved, or like what I do now. How you got involved, and what is your, per se, your title, per se, with the organization right now? How I got involved was obviously training all of those kids. Um, obviously, my wife coached with, with Rick Enter at, at MTSU. She played for him in high school, played in that program. So, it, but I know a lot of people might look outside and think, oh, they just brought him in because of that. It was never like that. It was like, I said, you're training all these kids. I ended up meeting Tom, and he was like, man, you need to come come help us out. So I'm thinking, Tom, I'm still playing. So I'll come help y'all out a little bit. Then I figure out, you know, damn, this is a full-time type deal if you want to do it like that. At first, I'm just training them. You know what I mean? I wasn't really coaching. I was just training them. And then as the game changed and the travel ball changed, like that stuff like like college now. If you don't get these kids when they're in sixth, seventh grade, you ain't getting them. If you get them when they older, you know, because they come to you for something specific. I mean, and, and it goes both ways. You know, you get some when they um, when they're young. You get some when they go into their last year and they're trying to get ready for college. But um, my role was man. Everybody knows it ain't nothing to be shy about. Like I recruit majority of the kids, train a lot of of them and it's not just recruiting Tennessee kids I mean you got so many states that connect to Tennessee you got what Kentucky North Carolina Georgia Alabama Missouri Arkansas Mississippi so you know you're pulling players from all those states and the fact that I've moved around a little bit and started Basically, a training. What do you call it? Uh, um, building from from scratch in three locations: mm-hmm. Murfreesboro, mm-hmm. Oxford, Memphis area, and now here in North Carolina. Literally moved to all these places, start from scratch, build a base, and that base. Let's just say that base in each one of those spots wides out a hundred plus miles. You know how many contacts that is. It gets to the point to where I don't have to recruit kids no more. Like, people will tell me, go get this kid. Or they'll tell that kid, you need to contact Chris. You need, you know, stuff like that. And, and 
that's how a lot of it is. A lot of this stuff is done before it even gets done. Mm-hmm. Like there was an announcement today that kid that we got from Arkansas, and that was done two months ago, three months ago, really two years ago, because I had her sister. But her sister got um, during the COVID summer, so she couldn't play. But yeah, that stuff's been done. I just, I just just put it out just now. So like that's before I even recruit kids. Most of the time, like you know, I'll have I'll do all my background information on them way in advance before I even approach them. And I mean, I, there's been times I call Sean, ask him who a kid is, about a kid, way, way in advance, six months. In advance sometimes and then when it's time to strike boom i know everything i need to know and it's a done deal so yeah so my role i don't really want to say just a coach it's a little bit of everything mm. because the relationships go past travel ball they go into college they go when they go pro shit you go going to weddings you know stuff like that it's way past they're way bigger than basketball. Yeah, that's what that's what introduced us, but it's way bigger than that. So what role? What role? Uh, I don't know. What, what do you call people like that? <laughs> Just do, do everything. Worldwide, I guess it's what Sean called it. <laughs> 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 Worldwide Christmas. <laughs> Well, Ryan Chris, hey man, that's hey, that's, that's 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 about as best as you can get right there, man. That's it right there for sure. Rightfully titled, rightfully titled, for sure, man. So, hey Chris, man, kind of talk about, uh, you know, you know, you're the husband of a of a head coach. Uh, kind of tell us, man, how that's impacted um, your training and and more importantly, man, being able to find the, the balance between basketball and family. Um, most people think that I'm very involved in in what she does, but I'm not, literally not at all. I show up at a game. I mean, obviously I'll know what they got, but when I show up to watch a game, I mean, it's, I'm just like, like everybody else. I don't go to practice. I might go down there every now and then. My daughters might want to go down there. I'll pop in for a minute, but just that what I'm getting at is that balance. You don't want to be around anybody like that all the time. We talk basketball all the time. We might talk about it here and there, but I'm not watching film with her. Um, she doesn't get involved with me training kids, regardless if she's recruiting them or not. And it's been – it's funny seeing it at three levels. When she was at MTSU, you're dealing with a certain type of kid. At Ole Miss, you're dealing with the elite-level kids. And then when you get at a low major, like this here now, where she's at a Gardner-Webb, um, you got to really be really good at evaluating to get the players that she's getting now to, you know, do what she's doing this year. So, <clears throat> but I don't get involved in it. And she signed kids that I've coached and trained, but I I'm, I've never been involved with, hey, go here or, you know, go there. Now, this dude down here on the other screen, he has been. Like, with some of them, like, it was one, I'm not going to say no names, but it, it was a done deal. Like, 
way in advance. Another one of them situations. Um, but it was it was it was nothing because it wasn't like go there. It was just something that was done, just done because of relationship. It'd be like you being a college coach and and Spencer's son's really good. Where he going? You know what I mean? It's one of them. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, but, but to balancing it out, especially having two daughters, you know, it's it's really been easy to be honest with you. Like, because we don't basketball is your life and everything it involves everything around it, but it doesn't. I don't even know how to explain it because it's so easy the way we do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't get in her way. She don't get in mine. Uh, um. It's, it's really easy to me. The girls, you know, they have a you still find mm-hmm. time to do regular stuff. stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think, and then uh, I mean, a, a lot of stuff. I'll say this: a lot of stuff. Like, I don't call everybody talking about it, and you know, but like, Sean would call me sometimes and be like, "Man, I see, you know, there's a lot of people." Like, yeah, but that that that's when the conversations happen with me most of the time when somebody calls. Me talking about the games, yeah, we'll talk about it then. But I'm not. I'm never called Sean and say, "Hey man, we're gonna do this." You know, it's just not like that. For sure, I don't know how to explain. I mean, it's that's basically it. Like it's it's simple. It's really simple. But that's been something that's been exciting from way back. Not, not gonna let that determine everything. So yeah, yeah. Balance it out just fine though. It's tough, very tough. And I think too, man. I think you said something important, Chris. Um, having the ability to not, you know, not bring work into the home, mm-hmm. into the home base. You know what I mean? Right. Especially like the two of you. You know, again, both of y'all are, you know completely well-respected in the, in the basketball circles and, and that's your full-time job. But, um, right. You know, the fact that the both of you are in that field together, uh, well, just in regards to being in the same similar field, uh, but having that ability, man, to not, you know, to, you know, to separate that and still be able to be connected as a family and not, you know, cause I'm pretty sure after a tough loss, the last thing that she wants to talk about is basketball. And I'm pretty sure, you know, right. you coming off, road from, you know, from from the flight or you doing you know being in the gym all day you know the last thing that you want to do is just constantly bring those things up you know what i mean so i think that's right right and, and you'd be surprised like things but like you mentioned man you'd be surprised that you know most people probably think that you know y'all you know i'm pretty sure y'all watch games and stuff together from red you know once every blue moon but just you would think that everything would be centralized around just basketball 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 i think like being able to release from that and, and, and the both of you being able to come together and be able to separate that and still keep that, like you say, keep that balance and keep the, the re, you know, keep the relationship of the family healthy. That's super important, man. Yeah. Super, super important. So that's now much respect on that for sure. Like a lot of um, basketball also, conversations are, what's that? I said, I think also y'all both, being the same profession, me and Jamal talk about all the time how it's hard for someone that's not in this basketball world to understand 
what you go through on a daily basis and, and, and the time that it takes and the time that you have to invest into to kids and players and whatnot. And it just doesn't stop when you leave the gym. And it's always hard to find someone that understands that. So I think that's why you, when you said it makes it easy, honestly, because y'all both get what y'all are both going through. So right, I think it's right. for both of y'all. All right, so that's what I think it boils down to. Because it's, it's me and Jamal talk about it a lot. Like, just want to find somebody that understands what I'm going through on a daily basis. <laughs> that's really all I want is to find somebody that understands. And, and, and it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that's involved with basketball. Just somebody, you know, that gets it in general. And I know, like, I'm going to say yeah. 95% of my friends are bad basketball or something sports related. So, and we don't talk about yeah. it. Like, like that. You might talk about it, but not like I might call Sean. We talk about <clears throat> something in college basketball, but not necessarily what's going on with us. We're gonna talk about basketball, but not us, because you don't want to talk about that. Then you would tell a story like, "Man, you won't believe this," you know, something like that. But like, yeah, I mean, it's just y'all get it. I don't even know how to explain it. Y'all get it. It's so bad. Now, now, man, I got a follow-up, man. Um, you know, I'm gonna bring it, and I'll, you know, as you were earlier in the in the conversation, man, you talked about, you know, your brother to to the left of the screen, man. I'm gonna, and this is for the both of you. Um, one of the things that, you know, as we, you know, the three of us know, man, one of the things that the game, you know, really blesses us with that um, often goes unnoticed. I don't think it's talked about enough. Is just relationships. Um, the relationships that we have cultivated through the game of basketball. Um, and obviously, man, you know, for knowing you two guys for as long as I've known you, um, you know, your mesh, the way you two guys, you know, work, I think the the knowledge and the the wisdom and the passion uh, with, you know, you know, being the reason why you guys are, are successful um, as you are. Um, just kind of talk about, and this is again, this is for the both of you, man. Just talk about the importance, man. You know, for for you know for you know, this is maybe for somebody that's wanted to be an upcoming trainer and you know starting a training company and you know wanted to build a team. But just talk about the importance, man, of of building a team or working with someone that fits you, or that fits you know fits your philosophy. But more importantly, just the chemistry, the 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 connection, like those things are so important because. Again, you know, your brand grows, you know, as you grow. But more importantly, it's who you are bringing into the equation, who you're bringing to the table to help you grow. And obviously, you two guys have done such a great job in that. Um, but kind of talk about that, man, and, and we work hoops and, and what makes you two guys work and click and mesh the way that you do. I, I'll say a lot of it is, like, just doing things the right way. With, with the the training, like, we always talk about, like, man, don't do no nonsense. Do what you're going to do in the game and or what that player's going to do in the game, not training everybody the same, you know. <clears throat> Obviously, the relationships are different. You might have strong relationships with everybody, but they might be on, some, on different levels. And, and <clears throat> my case with with Sean, like, like I said, we've known each other and worked together so much. I don't have to question literally anything he does. Like, I can send a kid to him and I'll give him a quick rundown of 
if it's a new kid or something like that, somebody like that's coming to Vanderbilt to play basketball. Hey, you might want to work. Sean, I need you to work with this kid. But I'll tell him a quick rundown. I don't have to script no workouts or nothing like that. He'll, he'll figure it out real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> he knows how to do it. You know, vice versa the same way. He could tell me, hey, this kid, this kid, I'll figure it out the rest of the way. Because I know he's going to do it exactly the same way that I do things. Like I had a girl here that plays over in Sweden right now. She was in Nashville pretty much all this past summer. Mm-hmm. She's like, I need somebody to work out with. I actually gave her both of y'all's names. I said, I don't know which one going to be in Nashville. But I said, Sean's going to be in Murphy's, bro, if you in in um, Nashville, Jamal. <clears throat> she ends up working with Sean quite a bit. But the first time she worked with him, she called me. He trained exactly like you do, the exact same way. Everything is the exact same. And I was like, I told you that. You know, it's how it's going to be. And, but as, as far as, you know, the relationships, like you said, with, with that, or not necessarily the relationships, but how advice to somebody that is trying to do it, just do it the right way. Like, don't train everybody the exact same. Train somebody that, to fit what they do and build levels. Don't try to, one day we're going behind the back cross, step back, and then the next day you're doing something completely opposite. Like build on whatever you're doing, build slowly, then move on to the next thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> obviously y'all know, but for somebody else that doesn't, like stop trying to be flashy and get everybody to like, stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. Do what fits you. That's going to help that player, whether it's basketball, football, whatever it is, just build. Don't try to hit a home run every time you step up there. That's what a lot of people yeah. do. I noticed that. I know y'all have seen that where people post all these videos all the time. <clears throat> and I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but when you're trying to post flashy videos, people doing stuff that you know they're not going to do in the game, like, that's cool and all, but you're not going to do that in the game. Like, I seen one of the players, WNBA player, just today, doing some stuff that I know is not going to happen for her in the game because nobody's going over a ball screen on her. So, and I've watched you play for three years. <clears throat> like, just, just nonsense like that. Just trying to get likes and retweets and, you know, mm-hmm. do what, you know, don't don't try to please everybody else. Do, you know, be you. Be real. And it, it, like I said, it it, it works. Not to do it my, my way, but be you. Yeah. Stop trying to please everybody else. That when you when you do it for you and that player, good things happen always. Yeah. When you invest it, like like I always tell players, like if you're gonna come work out with me. I'm not let, – let's just be consistent. Don't come to me – me and Sean talk about this all the time. Don't come to me one week, I don't see you for three, you play bad, you want to come back. Oh, I see you. <laughs> I see you. I see, yeah. uh-huh. I, see you at, I see you at the beginning of the season, and I don't see you again to the end. 
You know, yeah. like stuff like that. Like that, y'all know how it go. It happens yes. every year. You got your serious players. You got your ones that when it's when I play bad, I want to work out. So, yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, Sean, for, for, for you as well. Go ahead. You you, you got the flow on that too. You got oh, to too. yeah. I think that we just ended up clicking because we clicked beyond basketball long before we started training. We were, I was with this man all the time when I when we, I found out he was a Murfreesboro me a mutual friend introduced us one day playing pickup. Mm -hmm. It just it just went from there, bro. It wasn't even about no training and nothing. We just became cool. And then it just turned into training. I think that's why it's always worked for us because we just both knew who each other each other was as a person more than anything. Basketball was just a bonus, man, because we both loved the game. It was just a bonus, and I feel like that's what it's, that's why it just it just meshed, as you said, it just meshed and it just flowed. Because um, when we originally started, man, I was like him. I was clueless. I ain't what the hell is going on. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's being workouts. I hope they don't. I hope they don't think I'm stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, it just meshed, man, no doubt about it. Um, as far as the relationships, me and you talked about this before, Jamal. Like, that's the best part of training. I don't care what nobody says. Building a relationship with these kids and yep. their families and just watching them. Like I told you before, having kids, I started with the kids you were talking about. They were all in the third grade and watched all of them be in college now playing basketball. So, like, it's, that's just crazy. It was like six of them, and they're all playing college basketball from Keyshawn. All of them, like from third grade to now, so it's just crazy to see that and have the relationships with all of them to this day is the, is the biggest thing that I love about training, man. Like basketball, like I said, it's just a bonus, man. Because the end of the day, as always, it's a game. We love it, but it's a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. I think that's the biggest thing with me is just building healthy relationships with people. Because as I tell my kids all the time, you never know who you might need to help you. Bro. Be good to right. people. Be people you that's never right. know who you might need to help you with something. Because you can't do this life thing by yourself. I don't care what nobody you can't do this life thing by yourself. So you never know what, what you may need to help you. So just be genuine and be nice to people, bro. I say, I say that all the time. Bro. It's just the truth. 100 percent, man. 100%. Uh, my, my last question, man, and then, and then I'm going to have Sean. You know, Sean is going to take it from here. Um, Chris, man, kind of talk about – I know you were, you know, really big – uh, you know, in, into camps. Um, and one of the things, you know, I, I want, you know, I had the opportunity to work with both of you um, at your camp. And just my personal experience of it, man, I thought it was just fantastic. I thought just the, um, if I had to describe it, it was, you know, the intent and purposeful nature of the work, you know, especially in camps, because again, you know, with camps, you know, you got to, you know, the, the you know, just depending on what kind of camp you have set up, the talent range and the skill-based range can go from beginner all the way to super advanced. But um, with your camps, man, I, you, you are, you're notoriously known for just putting together some top-notch elite-level camps, man. And, uh, man, kind of talk about, man, your preparation that goes into that, uh, kind of, you know, how, how you got to the point of developing uh, one of the best camps, uh, you know, and not just in, in middle Tennessee or the state of Tennessee, but just in the country as a whole. 
Uh, kind of just talk about that, man, and, and how that's <clears throat> helped you grow as a trainer, uh, but also, too, man, how it's helped with your branding as well. It um, that the idea of that best of the best camp was something. I mean, obviously, I talked about it with Sean way in advance before it ever happened, and it just happened that like me and Tim Lounsdale, which both of y'all know, got have gotten really tight over the years, and it was like two minds. Like my mind was on the basketball aspect of it, like working with players. Obviously, Tim does. The, evaluating and media and you know all that and it's like man let's let's do this together and bring you know two two vital parts of the game together and make one you know one something strong and <clears throat> once we done that man it, it was it was a wrap and then the, the thing thing about it Nobody else does in the country. Yep. No, definitely nobody in Tennessee. We made it free for the high school kids. That's tough. So nobody can say, oh, they just did it for money. No. And you wouldn't believe the people that be pissed still got something to say when they don't get invited. If, if it's a free camp, I'm going to invite who I want to invite. Like what? What can you say? You know, <laughs> yes. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but people was really mad. Like, but like, as as far as how it's grown, like, and since the one you did the first one with us, we are going to the fourth one already. Like, it's just grown. Like, it's it's a big deal. I mean, you got kids coming from t Texas, Louisiana, That's Florida. Tough. Like, it's 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 one of them things now. And when we did the first one, we kind of put it together like a month. And it, I don't know how many kids it was. It's probably 200 kids. Yeah. Every and bit now, of that. Now, now it's in demand. Like, I can go through my email right now. I got people sending me seven, eight emails a day just about, you know, hey, player to look at, player to look at. Because they know it's it's invite only. And Mm. It's it's like something that's it's in demand because they know they got to be there. Because once you leave out of there, and I tell the kids this every time at camp, when when I leave, my phone's blowing up because they're gonna be like, who was you know, who was there, who who stood out, who who somebody knew, like, what's her name? It's an MTSU now. Tamia Scott. Nobody knew who she was. She came to that camp and was like, damn, who is this six foot girl? That's you know. Standing out, doing you know, blocking everything, hitting threes, taking people off the bounce. Next thing you know, this is just one of the ones that I worked out with. She's playing on our travel team. Boom, she blows up. And mm. it's it's somebody like that. It's a couple somebody's like that. You know, every time that nobody knew about, and they blow up. I mean, that yeah. last session, y'all have all seen it. That last session, it's all almost high major D one players. It's some. Your pros. Mm -hmm. Every oh, yeah. session, it's all. Every session is scholarship basketball players. They might not all sure. go to one, but every one of them going to go play college basketball. But just the way it's grown, man, it, it's crazy. Even me, I mean, I'm sitting here saying it's crazy, and I'm the one putting it together. Like, just y'all mm -hmm. can see some of these emails that people, you mm -hmm. know, sending in 
sitting in already. And the, the it, I ain't gonna get on the play. It's the trainers. People want to come work. People get mad at me because I ain't picked them to come work. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like we ain't ever talked before. You get mad? Damn. Damn. That's a blessing, bro. That is a blessing. Big time. And, I, and, I, and, to like, be and I'm like real selective. I just talked to Sean about it the other day about it. Like selective with who we bring in because it's a reflection of you at the end of the day. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, when those trainers come in, I don't know how many new clients they're going to get coming out of that. That's on them. They're going to do good work. I know they're going to get some. They ask me. Like, thinking I still live there, but I don't. But, hey, go to this dude. Go to that dude. That's what I always tell them. But like I said, it's something that's grown. I expected this to grow. Like I said, with my training, when I first started, I didn't expect it to grow as fast. But this, I knew it would because I knew what I invested in, into it and what I put into it and what Tim put into it and the people that I brought in, what they would put into it, I knew it would grow. I wasn't bringing in nobody that was just coming in to get money. And they knew they was going to get paid, but I wasn't bringing in people that just, oh, I'm trying to get a quick dollar. Like, <clears throat> everybody I brought in, and I knew that's what they loved to do, and they wanted to be there. And like I said, it just blew up like really fast. Now, like I said, everybody said it's something. I'm gonna be petty. Everybody, oh, let me be petty. Everybody except for that fuck boy in Georgia, but we're not gonna go there. Um, Look at Jamal. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You already off the grid. Hold on, hold on. Hey, man, like, hey, 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 okay, all right, all right, hey, 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 okay. Everybody, <laughs> boy, but that's another story. Um, all right, Sam, I know you go to bed at eight o'clock, so we're gonna get off here. We're gonna, we're gonna finish with the with the picker pot, man. You're gonna have to pick one and get rid of the other one. Yeah. You're gonna have to answer it. If you don't answer it, we're gonna kick you out of the live. I'm just gonna tell you now. Hold on. So. Oh man, the boy got the Android again. So, <laughs> oh, he got a circle. He got, oh, he back. He you back, hear me? He back. Yeah, I can hear you. Are you ready? Yeah. We're going to start off easy. Working with females or males on the court, which one would you rather prefer? Females, easy. Yeah, I knew that'd be easy for you. That was crazy. That's easy for you. All right, now we're going to get a little, little we're going to start getting a little more difficult. Bim Bams or Funkies, boy? Bim Bams. It's not even a question. Like hey, you said, there was no hesitation. Like you zero, don't care about fun. zero hesitation. No, I mean Ooh. I eat pizza, but I'm not. It's not like it wasn't like that. Okay. Halen Ayers as a freshman, or Crystal Dangerfield as a mm. freshman? Mm. <laughs> huh? I'm gonna say this. Seen her as a freshman yet because she's an eighth well, grader. But when she's a fresh, when she is one. At this rate, it's going. It's going to be the best one I've ever had, and it's not even nothing. It's not even nothing, and it's nothing to talk about. It's nothing to talk about. Oh no, that's saying something. If you yeah, saying that, oh, that's saying something. Hey, that's saying something. When I got when I got evaluators that really do this, tell me watching them as a seventh grader, I'd be like, you know, what's the what's your eval on them? They say she's a pro, and that's all it says. Damn. Uh, That's all it says. Wow. That's 
tough. That's super tough. Deals, endorsement deals lined up already. It, it, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> look, look, it is what it is. Uh, I thought I thought he was gonna sweat. Damn, it. Hey, this no, might I, be the first. But they, they didn't even hesitate with an answer. Um, I'm telling you, <laughs> NBA or college? Man, that's a tough one because I like watching NBA in the playoffs. But I'll watch college basketball from first game to last game, men and women. So I'm probably going to say college. I'll say college. Ma, you got but I watch. But you, you know this though, Sean. I watch basketball from every level possible you could think of, from Euro League to me a game, Jamal. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, relax. <laughs> I love the game, okay, but I don't know nobody out here. I have like no interest right now, okay. Like, <laughs> bro, he's cold, cold. I'm telling you, bro was telling me about Luca before Luca was even on the draft. Board. That's tough. Like, yeah, he's gonna watch it, send me videos. Like, he's gonna be the next thing, bro. That's tough. Like, who? Like all the time. You got the last two, Mom. I got you, got you. Oh, your quick, quick piggyback off there too, man. Like. One thing about players that when you, when, you, when you hoop overseas, man, when you see prospects that play overseas and go to the NBA, a lot of the players that play overseas, like they, they send you, like you said, they send you the inside before anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even with Giannis, yeah. like I remember, uh, I remember KC was telling me about Giannis. This was before Giannis was. I'm like, damn. And long and behold, man, that's yeah. So overseas, y'all got to get the early, get the early scout, early scout report on that. All right. In the midst, he's about to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's uh, scoring record. Or are you still going with LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Man, I'm, come on, man, I'm going with Jordan. Nothing against LeBron. I respect what he does, everything. Mm -hmm. But just to see what Jordan did, and I was a little kid, but still, you've seen what he did. Like, you can't. Y'all seen it too. Like you can't explain that, man. It's like wow. Just That's to do it at the level he did it at, and I mean, dude, shoot, he was still selling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy, it man. It is. It definitely is. And these kids, these kids, these kids now buying these shoes, they never even seen them play. That's so, fact. That's fact. I'm jumping off the LeBron bandwagon after what he tweeted today. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe it's oh, yeah. maybe it's me. I'm I'm off the bandwagon. See, Jordan, 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 no goats, no Kobe, no Jordan, no Magic Johnson, no Larry Bird would tweet or even say maybe it's me. Yeah, Come I on, did bro. see that. I did see that. I'm done with LeBron. Not I'm off the LeBron <laughs> goat bandwagon now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's all right. <laughs> all right, all right, CCNs. Last one, bro. This one, this is the one we always end on, man. Loyalty or respect? Man, man. it's crazy because I got, I've got death before dishonor tattooed across my chest. So, 
I'm I'm a real loyal dude, man. Like to the extreme. Yeah, so I'm talking to go loyal, loyalty. Like just, and I'm dating back to just thinking about some of the stuff that I've been through and been around and seen and know about. And yeah, it's just some uh, loyal dude. For sure, that's tough. Even the, yeah, like, and that, yeah, that explains it. Even the story you told earlier, you know, about Sean, I could tell, man, like, obviously, you know, Lil's And that, like I said, I ain't even an emotional dude at all. So, you know, like, me me telling y'all that, and I came on this 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 podcast, and I didn't know what y'all was going to ask me, no clue. But that's just, you know, you know just real. There's nothing Absolutely. fake about it. Nothing I said. And I ain't never really told Sean that, man. But. And now it kind of fucked. But it is what it is, you know. Yes, I, 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 hey, hey, Chris, I gotta say this, man. This is the first time I ever seen Sean. Just Sean, about boy, Sean, about to let it go, man. Sean, <laughs> Sean's holding on for dear life, man. Anytime, that's my first. I, 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 I picked this up about Sean. When Sean, when something hits him, he get the. On that. <laughs> hey, Chris, Chris, he get the, he get the hitting this right here. Oh, I, I know. Oh, it, yeah, he. Oh man! <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Real. Um, I told Sean the other day. I said it to both of y'all, and I listen to some of them when I'm not doing anything and I'm just chilling. I like like listening to podcasts, and I listen to like like four of them the other day straight, just just riding. something else that people have been coming to me about <clears throat> a couple of years now. Both of y'all know him. Coach B, Arnett. Yep. Um, he's always said, like, y'all dudes need, need to do something together. Like, like y'all, y'all too smart, too much, you know, just knowledge to not do something together. And I mean, at first I took it like, not not only know, oh, I'm he's my competition, not, not like that. I just felt like you know everybody was kind of doing their own, own thing, but <clears throat> life too short, man, to keep saying, all right, I'm gonna do it next year. All right, I'm gonna do it the next year. Like, nah, like really need to like probably sit down or rather text messages, whatever, sit down and talk about that for real. Because like I don't know. Y'all know it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of knowledge in the five or six names that I'm talking about. That if they came together, could really, really do something special. And it could be a one time a year thing, but it's a lot there. That and I don't think, excuse my language, I don't think anybody can fuck with it. True. <laughs> yeah. And I and I mean any I don't care how much money you got, no. So that's valid. You know what? And then I, I gotta give Sean this man. Like <clears throat> again, it's by the way, man, the interview was 
Like, bro, fantastic, man. So, again, it's, it's it's always good to interview people, man, you know, that, you know, we all got love and respect for one another, man. But it's funny that you said that, Chris, because I know one thing, like, even with this podcast, like, how everything, you know, spearheaded itself, man, it started with Sean. And even before <laughs> even this coming into place, like, Sean has always planted that seed of, I he like every time we see each other, talk to each other, it's like, oh, we got to do something. Oh, we got to do something. Oh, we got to do something. And I've never, I never forget about those things because, and I was always big on like, man, you know, like you said, you know, we all doing our thing. Wasn't no, I don't mess with him because, yeah. you know, that's my competition type thing. You know what I mean? But it was just, we but, was but all people, just. People think that though. People think that we think like that. I know they do. Oh, we don't. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so far from the Yeah, and that's so far from the truth, man. And and that's the I think that's the, the misconception and obviously um just in the, the dynamic in our relationship and, and what we do on a day to day, but more importantly the love and respect we all got for one another. But um I say all that to say, like I was and I would always tell Sean, like I said, you know, my biggest thing was it was timing. Yeah. Like, we're going to make sure it's, it's going – because, the, it, it, you know, I've always felt like it's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. You know what I mean? Because right. we all – you know, again, Sean is a dude that, you know, I have, you know, all the love and respect for. Same for you, Chris. And, and I'm, I'm reverting back to this podcast. Well, it was Sean that was the one to push it because I'm gonna be honest Chris like I tell people all the time like man I, I was I had zero interest in doing a podcast not because it's Rashawn it was just like I just didn't it didn't fit me I didn't feel like I would be good at doing a podcast like I'm like nah bro, I'm, you know what I mean but right. we me and him got on the live and and he just like yo let's just like we got a great you know we had some some traction like people was really wanting to tune in and what we had to say because you know we was talking trash to, Murfreesboro versus Nashville thing, and you know, ever going back and forth, you know, Sean was like, "Yo, let's let's let's, let's spearhead this thing and, and let's let's make it, let's make something out of it." And um, uh, and I thank him for that, man, because really that helped it helped me in in more ways than one. But more importantly, I think going back to what you said too, man, of like really bringing and merging this thing together and doing something um, under one umbrella. And again, like you said, it don't have to be; it could be. You know, monthly it could be a one-time thing. It could be like however that may look. It's how it's gonna look. But um, we, uh, I think, yeah, we we are all too gifted and talented. And more importantly, man, is we are. You know, we got the love, and the 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 love and respect, and the foundation is there. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a matter of when. You know what I'm saying? So we right. we definitely gotta definitely gotta put that together for sure. So I, I'm with you on that. No question. Good. Um, um, let's see, y'all guys again. It's always great to talk. Um, hey, Sean, uh, I need one of them shirts, bro, because you told me you're supposed to send me one. I got you. That's not a problem. Um, uh, yeah, hey, Chris, let me know when you get yours. I said they got mine yet either, man. Shit, I'm, I saw, I just saw this dude four days. I just saw this dude four days in a row, Chris. I still ain't got my shirt. Hey, he got a, he got a, what's that, what's that, listen, what's, what's the little cups called? Listen. What's the little cup? Oh, the little, wow. Yeti, the, the Yeti, yeah, he got yeah. a Yeti in there. Like, I ain't got nothing, man. I'm, I'm up here in a Nike t-shirt, man. Hey, 
I have a devoted girlfriend who holds me down and gets all this apparel for me. Calm down. I'm going to get you your T-shirts. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, you you reached out to me. You're going to send me something. So I'm like, I, 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 low, low key checking the mail. I got you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lastly, ain't nobody going to break up this podcast. Boy, I ain't going to lose my trip. Partner on Saturday. Ain't nobody breaking up this podcast, boy. Come on, man. Hey, any, anybody that won't smoke, look, anybody that won't smoke with the train train pot, look, I'm coming with that, I'm coming with that heat. Hey, and you don't want to see us in 2v2 either, boy. So don't, so don't. Absolutely. Cooking any any podcast, man. I don't know who we're cooking y'all two on two for sure. Don't even matter. Absolutely. We appreciate you staying up past your bedtime with us tonight. Yeah, man. <laughs> No hey, problem, man. Your youngest daughter drive you crazy this week. Look, look, look here she come down. Come here. She just she, still up, bro. It's ten fifty. Still up. <laughs> come here, come here. Well, let your youngest drive drive you crazy this week. Man. Hey, tell her to put some snacks down. No, that's not gonna happen. Put some snacks down. No. Hey, come here, say hi. What's yet? She right. Come here and say hi. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, my brother, I love you. I appreciate you, bro. You know what it is, bro. Yeah, man, love y'all too, man. Make sure y'all, like I said, keep doing it. Bring me back on one day, man. Oh, we will. Uh, yeah, man. Keep doing what you do. Look, she want to see y'all now. You need to be in the bed. She don't see. She don't start school at nine o'clock, so she feel like she can stay up till whenever. Oh, she good. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she good. But that this the, this the last year that and we in the real thing. We in the show next year. So, Word. yeah, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all having me on, man. Not for sure, brother, man. It's always good, man. To, to man, see you, man. See your face and hear your voice, man. And more importantly, man, just. Having these moments with you, my brother. Uh, thank you, man, for the words. Uh, just thank you for, man, for who you are, my dog. You know, we, you know, we, two of your biggest supporters, man. So, you know, we in your corner always. We here for you, my dog. Love you, man. Appreciate right. you. Right. Same, same with y'all, man. Love y'all boys, too, man. Appreciate y'all having me. All right. Yes, sir. All right, my All brother. Right. Yep. First off, man, before I give my two cents, I got to say this, dog. Like, I, this was easily the most emotional pod we had. Um, I got to say, man, bro, that's – how you feeling? Hey, man, man like, uh, let me say it the right way. <clears throat> I don't do things looking for – um uh what's the word uh affirmation i do things i just i just the way like i told you before it's just the way i was raised like if you if i mess with you like i mess with you like it ain't no in between with either i do yeah. or i don't there's no in between like you gonna know if i don't like you it ain't gonna be no mystery like i don't right. like you so when all that stuff happened man to him when he was going through all that with his mom and stuff it's like 
I just know how important my mom is to me. So I can imagine how he was feeling. So hell yeah, I'm gonna call and check on him every day. Cause I know mentally more than anything, it's just messing with your head. Cause you don't want to lose your mama. Thanks. And he has, and he has two kids. So she has grandkids and she wants to see them grow up. So like, I just knew how important it was like, check on, make sure everything's straight. Cause yeah. I, it's a roller coaster, bro, of emotions when you're going through something like that with a parent. It's like when, you know, you had your whole situation with your, uh, your parents and stuff, man, your pops and everything. Like, okay. I just a roller coaster, bro, of emotions. So I just feel like you have to check on your people, bro. You just have to. Yeah. You have to check. It's not about, oh, I don't want him to be like, thank you, bro. I remember what you did. No, I don't care about nothing. I just want to make sure you're straight. That's real. Like, I just want to make sure you're straight. So it's just me, bro. Like, uh, I didn't know he felt like that, bro, because I don't know what I never thought of. We don't talk about stuff like that, bro. I ain't got time to be all crying the fucking and shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but I, I tell you, bro, that was a that was a real moment, man. And and you know, as he was telling that, you know, again, maybe not comparing my situation with his, man, but more importantly, I think the common element is is you being the brother that you are and um and you just going outside of yourself, man, and being just considerate in that space, man. Cause like you said, man, like that's a, a tough time and for for and, and again, we both know Chris, bro, like I ain't never seen Chris, um, you know, just be vulnerable in that space. You know what I mean? So I, I thought it was, man, really heartfelt um, that he shared that with you, man. And, and, it, and it goes to show uh, the the respect and love y'all got from one another, man. And more importantly, man, the brotherhood that's been established way before um any of this took place man like it was already set in stone from the first time that y'all met at that pickup game you know what i mean through that mutual friend um and that's why man you know one thing i i i love about chris um is and, and it's just, just the same as you bro like as y'all like peanut butter and jelly it's just like but both of y'all man are, it's transparent you're shooting it straight you're keeping it all the way authentic and i appreciate the fact that um, y'all gonna tell it like it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Whether you like it or not, you gotta respect it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta respect it, but more importantly, man, I think the people that y'all are, man, and, and what y'all do, um, that goes beyond the scope of, of basketball and the way that y'all impact people, man. But for him to share that story um, about you, bro, and to see, like, I I felt, I really felt the the love that, that y'all got from one another, man. It's a reason why y'all boys are or doing what y'all doing, so that was that was dope, man. That, that was that was really dope, and it, and it really hit deep. You know what I mean, Paul? <laughs> yeah, that, because because we're 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 in we're in this is Paul's culture, so yeah. I, <laughs> you got you got so pause. <laughs> hey, big pause. Real quick before we get out of here, it's ten o'clock. It's not late. Hey, bro. I listen. I listen, bro. I ain't gotta be. I ain't gotta be nowhere. I have to get up early tomorrow. Huh? I don't have to get up early. Tomorrow. I don't need. Hey, so what are we doing? What do I do? Oh, she said it don't matter. All right, well, look, look, he don't do that. Adam, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm down, bro. Let's do it. Might as well, listen. We done went, I mean, four days straight? Three. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
Man, might as well, man. Let's close four for four, man. Let's close this. Close the deal, gang. Say less. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, my brother. Hey, man. Oh, my bad. I'm very get off. We got, you know, we got to shut it down. Um, thank everybody, man. First and foremost, Chris, thank you again, brother. Uh, appreciate you, man, and uh, thank you for the awesome, awesome, awesome interview, bro. Really appreciate you. Um, more importantly, the viewers, thank y'all for the support. Again, we are on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are on Google and Amazon and all of those things. Um, so, yeah, y'all go check us out. Again, we want to give you know, give us feedback. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. We will be uh, – announcement. We'll be moving the pod to StreamYard, which will be linked to YouTube. So, guess what? We got a YouTube page. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we will be doing all of our live streams on YouTube moving forward. So what we'll do is we'll hop on IG Live. We'll announce. We'll let everybody know uh, that the the interview will be taking place on YouTube. We'll have we'll have that link provided um, in the comment section. So y'all click on that. Y'all click on that link. Go to YouTube. Man, hey man, listen, we moving up. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Y'all gonna stop. I'm telling you, we gonna we put we brick by brick. Piece by piece, we building something special, man. So we just want to make sure we're going to provide high, high end quality for y'all. You know what I'm saying? My boy was a sound boy. You feel me? Right, we do got to get a Don DeMarco. We need to get that Don DeMarco, though. Man, we got to find that. We got to find that. We're going to find that, though, for sure, man. But, but nah, man, look, we appreciate y'all. You know, first and foremost, man, much love to everybody. Thank y'all for supporting your time and chiming in. And, um, you, know, whether you, you know, whether you came in for a second or you stayed for the whole interview, we appreciate you. Uh, we're gonna keep doing this thing, man. And uh, more in store, man. So stay tuned. We're gonna just keep upgrading. And as we close out, I, you know who I am. JMR basketball. Got the bottom. Bum ass train. Shot. Bum ass train to stay prayed up. Yep. Stay prayed up. Stay out the way, man. It's the only way to live, man. Hey, one more, one more thing, Sean. Hey, we gotta, we gotta let. The, don't lift some weights. It be. <laughs> You feel me? So, hey, so, you feel me? So, go on, flex, flex one time. So, hey, get in that weight room. You know what I'm saying? Get in the weight room. I'm in the weight room. My boy Sean in the weight room. Oh man, we probably I know we, I know we the strongest pod. We, I know we got the strongest podcast duo in the in the in the in the, in the world. Put two twenty five on that thing. I bet you can't you can't bench press more than we can. I put I put it put it that way for sure. All right, brother. Appreciate I you. I seen a few. All right. All right, peace.